What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. You're listening to the Radio 690 ADB podcast. Hey, I'm Joe. You know what? This episode today is going to be about your home away from home on your adventure trip. What are some great ideas or what are some of the ideas or some things to think about before you go on your adventure? Whenever you're going on your adventure trip, what are you going to take? Because remember, everything that you take on a real adventure trip, you got to lug with you everywhere you go. Coming up next on the Radio 690 ADV. Hey, what is up? What is going on, everybody? Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Yep, you know what? We miss Sunday. Yep, and we also miss Monday on our podcast. But you know what? Uh, NFL playoffs were on, and (laughs) I got to have a little bit of a life uh, myself. So it was pretty cool. Been a San Francisco 49er fan. I know everybody's like, you live in North Texas. How come you're not a Cowboys fan? Well, I'm not. Uh, Congratulations to the uh, San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's going to be a great football game. Two really, really good teams going to duke it out. Anyway, hey, KTM North Texas. Also, don't forget Sherco of North Texas, as we like to call them now. They are now a Sherco dealer along with the KTM line. So if you're needing anything along the lines of a new dirt bike, adventure bike, any of that type of stuff, don't forget KTM of North Texas. That's slmracing.com, slmracing.com. You can go there and check out all of the inventory that they have. Not only that, they have parts and service. They'll take care of you from all makes and, and models of motorcycles. They'll basically, they're going to really, they're, they're going to take care of you. Those guys over there are fantastic. Don't forget to ask for Bert. That's Bert at slmracing.com, slmracing.com to check out their stuff. So they're a great supporter of the channel. Anyway, on to the podcast. I'm away from home. <laughs> so many things to think about when you're on your adventure trip. Got to get my coffee in. But anyway, you're home away from home and some things to think about. And there's lots of guys out there and there's lots of adventure riders that are part of the channel that will probably chime in or they might chime in on our uh, YouTube syndication in the comments section. Don't forget down there, put comments for other writers and new writers and stuff that come in and listen to this stuff to help them out and give them information uh, to basically put them on the the path. Because that's really what this is all about is to shortcut as best as possible to get new writers and intermediate writers or just writers from another, you know, genre of motorcycles over to our side of the world to help them out. You know, I mean, it's not, this, it doesn't need to be a secret and we don't really need to be, you know, a pain about it. I just think we all should just give up great information and that, and that, that makes us uh, a better community. 
for the motorcycle world, in, in my personal opinion, because I think adventure and dual sport riding uh, and even dirt bike riding, you know, that that side, you know, the street is so much fun. But, man, when you get off road, it really, really opens up. It just opens up your world. So you're home away from home. I mean, there's two different ways to adventure travel. Well, really three. There's one way is to, you know, pack just the basic essentials, your clothes and things like that. And then you're going to go and stay in a hotel. And then there's the real adventure uh, traveling where you pack everything, what you're going to sleep in. Uh, that is going to be your home. And that's kind of what this podcast is about. I mean, anybody can get a hotel room. And then there's the third, which is 50-50. As I like to call it, you can uh, you can stay in a tent or or whatever it is your shelter is going to be for sleeping or and then you can mix it up along the trip and you can get a hotel room at certain locations that you're going to be traveling through on your adventure trip. But this is more about, you know, your real adventure trip, you know, or a real adventure ride where you're really going to seek out uh basically rough camping, you know, or off the beaten path camping and, uh, or maybe state parks, you know, there's some really, really fantastic state parks in the country and your soul, uh, sleeping is going to be in some form of a shelter of some type. So some of the things that, you know, that, that you, you need to figure out is, a, where you're going to go and what type of ground or or structures are going to be around so that will allow you to pick and choose what you want to take. So to me, probably, you know, if it's your first time out, I would probably venture to say tent. Tents are fantastic, but tents can get, even though they, <laughs> you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm going to sleep in this little bitty, you know, uh, tent structure, you know, um, I need, I need, I, I got to have room. Sorry, I'm just, I've, I've got my cup of coffee, but, um, so that's what you need to do. How many people are going to be staying in that structure? Are you taking your girlfriend, your wife? Is it just you? Um, you know, I think the biggest thing to think about is, you know, there's really about, there's really three ways I think that you can do it. And the three ways are tent, you know, you can, uh, Basically, you can free camp, which is no tent. I've got a friend of mine that that's what he does. He calls it going burrito. Um, <laughs> he's he's uh, he's he's the real deal. He is the real deal. That is my buddy Ogman out in Arizona. No tent, no nothing. Sleeping bag and a tarp. That's it. Uh, and he rolls up into tarp. But when I mean tarp, I mean a tarp like a tarp you would cover up your firewood with. And then there is hammock camping. So. Uh, I think between those three, you kind of, you know, you can dial in what you're feeling or you're thinking that what you want to do. I think for first timers, my opinion, you know, you, you, you can figure it out. My thing is, is, is to get the lightest and 
the best that works for you for buck. That's it for buck. Now I have about seven tents. <laughs> I have, uh, five hammocks and, uh, I have plenty of tarps, uh, from all the way from ultralight tarps to burrito tarps that my buddy uses all that type of stuff. And I think, you know, you got to figure it out. So what I do is I've bought everything from the red down to the instant tents um, and not the ones where you just throw it up in the air and it, 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 it turns into a tent. I'm talking an actual real tent that basically sets up in like 10 seconds. Um, I've got lots of gear videos that are coming up and uh, we're working on them. We're trying to get some produced, you know, because the weather has to be nice in order to do it. We haven't had great weather here in Texas. It's been up and down, but and I'm going to show you some of the ones that I own and what I like about them and what I don't like about them. And then I have uh, my hammocks, uh, which are everything from, you know, uh, light and tight hammocks that are just big enough for me. And then I have the double wide hammocks. And then um, I have a hammock tent uh, that's really cool. Got a review coming on that one and a gear uh, talk about. I have everything from single pole tents to bivy tents to, I mean, I have all sorts of stuff. And so the kicker is, is I guess when you're on a vintage, depending on what your trip is going to turn into, I think what you need to think about most is where you're going to go and what kind of terrain are you going to be in? Because are you really going to be lugging the gear? You hear people all the time talk about, you know, this and that and this and that. Now there's, like I said, there's many different ways that you can adventure travel, but are you going to be lugging your gear with you up the mountain, over the mountain, through the canyon, down into the canyon, up the canyon, you know, washouts, uh, you know, I mean, there's so many different, we're used to taking everything, you know, basically pack mule and sleeping at a different campsite every single night for 14, 12 to 14 days. And, you know, weight becomes a huge factor. And I say it a million times, the bikes aren't a big deal until you have to pick them up. So, and depending on what type of terrain you're in can just, it can, it can make for not a whole lot of fun depending on what, what motorcycle that you have. So I think the thing you need to think about is what kind of tent and how much space you need. Remember, the more space that you need, there's one, two, three, four man, five man, six man. God, they go all the way up to 12 man tents and even bigger, you know. So the question is, is, is how many do you need? And then what season do you need? You know, pretty much standard, you know, none of us are like real mountaineers or any of that type of stuff. So a three season tent usually is perfect. That'll do everything. That'll get you down into the thirties or even the twenties. Um, it'll produce a really good shelter from the wind. Um, it'll keep you somewhat insulated. That's a whole other segment when we get into sleeping bags and, and, and sleeping and all that stuff with being on the ground versus off the ground, you know, so, uh, Three season tents, I think, are fantastic. I, I think that's really, you don't need much more than that. You can comment down below what you think. I mean, your four season tents, um, if you if you got the money and you want to go buy one, do it. I'll just say do it. So, how big? Now, 
what I carry now, it's down in, in our, our YouTube description, is a single pull tent. It's me. That's it. I've got my vestibule that's right out front. I've got my bug meshed uh, sleeping area. It's a one man. When I mean it's a one man, it is a one man. Okay. It fits me, my pad, my sleeping bag, my cell phone. <laughs> I can't get my boots in there. I could put my jacket in there, use that as part of a pillow or something like that. Um, all that stuff has to sit outside in the vestibule. Zips down. But the beauty part is it's smaller than a football and it only weighs two pounds. It's super light. I need one trekking pole to set it up. It takes five seconds to set up. It takes 10 minutes in the sun to dry or less. Um, it, it's really, it's fantastic. It doesn't cost a whole lot of money. It's really easy to set up. You can do it in sand, rock, uh, pretty much set it up anywhere. You can pin it between, you know, two motorcycles if you need to, uh, to set it up. It's really, really nice now. Uh, but it's a one man. It's for me. There's no room for anyone else or anything like that. It's it's tight quarters. But remember, uh, if you want something that's light and super packable that will actually fit in your gear and it doesn't look like you're, you brought the kitchen sink with you, you know, it, it's not easy to find. Some of this stuff is actually pretty hard to find. And, and, and know that it actually works. It actually works. It's been on a trip and people will actually back it up. This tent works very, very well. You'll get it. And you, if you buy one, you'll think, oh, man, it's a little, uh, I think it's chintzy. It's this, this, and this. It's it's light. I mean, it is light, literally. I could throw it, you know. I mean, it, it literally, it's it's smaller than a nail gene bottle. It's fantastic. It works perfect for me. And if you want to get off the beaten path, that is a perfect tent. But I can pack that, and I can pack my uh, hammock. You know, for just chilling and relaxing on a nice day when I get somewhere where I'm going, it takes up less space than all of my buddies' tents. Heck, half, it takes up more less space than a lot of bivvies. So, but that's also 10 years of adventure traveling and going through, and I have tons of gear. So, what I'm trying to do is is maybe help chop out a lot of this stuff so you're not wasting your time to help you get on the right path to where you can go get what you're looking for you may not want super ultralight. You may want something that's a little bit more substantial and it just feels more substantial and all these things. And, and I get that. I've got plenty of those in my gear. So, you know, uh, take it with a grain of salt for whatever it is. And, you know, you pick your path. So the next one, you know, on your tent. So figure out how many people that you you know, you think you're going to need, or how many of a person tent you're going to need. Just remember the more person, usually the bigger it gets and they can get pretty sizable. So the best thing is if you're looking for a tent, look at the pad. Don't look at how big the tent is. Look, scroll down through the description and look at the pack size, then get a tape measure and walk out to your motorcycle on the back of it and lay out how big it is. A lot of them, it's the poles, and the ring fly, you know, that in the in the tent itself, when they're packed in, they usually get long and they get kind of big around. So go out to your motorcycle and you want to see how big it is. A lot of times that'll turn off a lot of riders because they'll go out and they'll measure something out and they'll be like, my God, that thing is huge. But you look at the picture and you're like, I got to have that. So make sure you don't get blinded by what it looks like. 
understand that whenever you get it, you can't make it smaller than what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It takes what it takes to put it and erect it and put it on the, you know, on the ground and turn it into, you know, your, your, your headquarters for the evening and you're not going to want to leave it. So if you're going on a big trip, remember what you have is what you got and what you got is what you're going to be stuck with for all those days. And it's going to take up all that space. So the key is for me, weight and pack size. That's all I care about. How much does it weigh and what can I pack it down to? Because your tent poles usually stretch it out, you know, and they only make them so small. So keep that in mind. So, you know, when you're looking at that, keep those things in mind. Next thing is um, ground camping. You know, if, if, you, if you're... There's not a whole lot of bugs out west, but if you're camping in the 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 you know the Midwest like Texas and Oklahoma, Arkansas and stuff like that, Louisiana, uh, parts of New Mexico, there are bugs. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Um, you may want to get some form form of a of a of a bug. Um, you know, mesh that you can slide your stuff into so that, that you're not getting eaten alive by mosquitoes or something like that. Uh, if you want to go like major burrito <laughs> as my buddy does, you know, I, I haven't graduated to that level yet. Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of stay away, uh, from going burrito. But, uh, but if you're serious and you really want to go super ultralight, the only thing you're packing really is a tarp. A sleeping bag and a mat, and that really frees up quite a bit because now you don't have a tent. But my one man pull tent, I tell you what, it doesn't take up any space, it takes up actually less space than my canopy. So, you know, keep that in mind. And it's not very expensive, it's down in the description. Now, the other way, and there's a lot of people that are doing this, and I'm starting to get into it too. So, I do double whammy. I take both because I, I take up less room than most people's tents and I get the best of both worlds. Hammock. Hammock sleeping. So the thing with hammocks is you have to basically figure out two things. Where are you going? You're going to be able to put it up. And B, <laughs> what time of year? Hammocks allow airflow underneath it. So as much as they're comfortable, if you've ever laid in a hammock in the summertime, and it's only like maybe say 85 degrees outside, but yet your underside felt cooler than your other side is because air moves underneath it and it takes all the heat away. So they're not insulated. They will actually cool you down. So on a really cool evening, if you don't have some form of internal mat, which they do make those, you will need to get a quilt. So, and the quilts basically, they go through the hammock, um, or the underside of it attach. And what it does is it insulates the underside of the hammock and it will keep you warm on a cold night. So that's something you want to think about with hammocks, but hammocks are fantastic. They're good on your back. They just, you know, you'll wake up, feel more refreshed, you know, uh, after a hard ride, sleeping on the ground sometimes can be pretty tough on the body, but hammock camping's really cool. And it's a lot of fun, but I'm not going to say it's for everybody. I think it's something that you need to try, maybe take a nap in one, you know, and see, because sometimes it gets a little weird because when you slide into the, into the hammock, it, you feel restricted. You feel, you know, cause it wants to, it, it just wants you by your sheer body weight. It wants to just kind of wrap up around you. Um, but 
you know, and it's okay to sit there and lay in one in your yard for an hour. But the other thing is, if you're going to try to sleep in it for six to eight hours, that's eh, a different world. So, like I said, it's not for everybody. And the other thing is, is you really need trees. Now, they do make these apparatuses that you can uh, set up an ultralight, you know, hanger or something like that. But, you know, you are you really going to be able to tote that on your bike? Uh, probably not. You know, and are you going to be able to make one out of sticks? Probably not. Now, I have been working on something, and if I can get it to work, I'll record it, and I'll put it out to you guys. But what I'm working on is one connection point and one motorcycle. Uh, And using the motorcycle as an anchor point for a hammock. And um, so far, unsuccessful, (laughs) but I am still working on it. So uh, I've come very close a couple of times. And... You know, if I can ever get it to work, I'm going to share it with everybody. And that way you uh, serious guys, if you want to go out there and you just want to take your hammock at all, you know, all the time, you're good to go. And not only that, you can also set up your hammock on the ground on a mat and use your hammock as long as you've got some form of a bug net or something like that. Uh, or, you know, cause you can usually set up a rain fly. I mean, I don't have to have a tree. I can set up, uh, my rain fly on my motorcycle and, uh, uh, sleep under it. I've I've done it before, and I'll do it again. There's nothing wrong with that, and it'll keep the rain and the moisture off of me, you know, and uh, very easy to set up. I connect it to uh, the handlebar, front fender, and back fender, and uh, works fantastic. And you can sleep right about underneath that. Uh, I've got pictures on the website and all that stuff from past adventures, but. Uh, you can set those up on the ground too. And then when you do get to trees, you can always set up and you can swing and sleep. So, you know, but those are the three things that you really kind of want to, uh, dig into and find out if that's what you want to do. 70 to 80% of all adventure riders are tent campers. Uh, there are going to be tent guys, uh, that do take hammocks and stuff. I've just gotten into hammocks, you know, just over the last couple of years and I love them. Uh, I will never go on a trip without a hammock. Uh, not just to sleep in, uh, but just to relax, man, it's, it's amazing. You could be riding, you know, for hours and just find a nice shaded area with a few, you know, a little setup with a few trees, pin that sucker between two trees and man, kick back. And it's fantastic, man. You want to talk about taking stress off the body. It is, there's, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, take you a little nap you know, 45 minutes, get back on that bike. You feel like a brand new person. So, but these are some of the things you're definitely want to think about, you know, any comments down below, you know, for seasoned riders and stuff to help these new guys out. Uh, what do you do? And what is it your setup is, you know, this isn't secret sauce, you know, thing is, is some guys, I learned so much from everybody, you know, that our stuff is very similar, but different. And I learn stuff all the time from these guys. Just like the other day when I was talking about taking chapstick, you know, on your trips, because when your lips get chapped, it's, it's, it's awful. And I would have never thought of it in a million years. And he goes, you know what else it's really good for? One of the, the guys that subscribes to the channel and watches my stuff. He goes, man, he goes, rub that on your zipper when it's a little bit sticky and, uh, it will help lubricate up your zipper. I would have never thought of that. Literally, I would have never thought of that. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes to this, you know, the community, the 690 ADB is a community. It's not a person. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's 
it's a community and it's everybody helping everybody. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to weed out all the, the, the douchey people and all the douche writers and all the guys that think that they're, you know, better than everyone else. This is just, it's just, man, it's just motorcycles, man. It's just motorcycles and it's camping and it's seeing this great country of ours and it's living life a little bit and having a fantastic time. And there's more to it. You know what? I mean, life's too short to uh to hang out with uh douchey mean people just you know everybody help everybody let's get out let's see this country let's get some adventure time in and let's ride so but thank you to everybody that's part of the channel don't forget uh if you're it's your first time hit subscribe be part of it uh don't forget you can find us on all the platforms uh google podcast itunes spreaker uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, man, you pick it. You can find us. Uh, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 690ADV. And uh, don't forget down in the description, all the really cool stuff. I've done a lot of work. Um, you know, most of it's Amazon, some of it's uh, eBay. It's part of our affiliate. It really does do very little for us, but it does help out. It does help with SD cards and stuff like that to uh, shoot videos and things like that. And also it just, you're going to end up shopping there anyway. It just helps the channel out. Anyway, I'm Joe radio, six ninety eighty B. Thanks for stopping in. Sorry. It's running a little bit late, but you know what? It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. And, uh, um, yeah, I just, you know, I got to have a life too. So, but, uh, get out, ride, find your adventure. Don't forget, need anything, any of that stuff down in the description. Don't forget, check out KTM North Texas, Sherco of North Texas, and, uh, see what kind of cool stuff they got going on there. Anyway, for 690 Radio, guess what? I'm Joe and I'm out. You guys have a good one. Bye. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.